0: Midwives are an integral part of obstetrics and gynecology. What is a midwife and what do they bring to the medical team and patient care? You're listening to ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm your host, Attorney and Dr. Bruce Bloom, President and Chief Science Officer of Partnership for Cures, the nonprofit that drives cures to patients through repurposing current therapies for new uses. And my guest is Linda Gibbon-Welch a certified nurse midwife currently in clinical practice in Illinois with delivery privileges at Evanston Northwestern Hospital. Linda has a master's degree in nursing from Rush University in Chicago and a certificate in nurse midwifery from the University of Illinois at Chicago. She's an instructor in clinical obstetrics and gynecology at the Feinberg School of Medicine at Northwestern University and an adjunct clinical instructor in maternal child nursing at the University of Illinois in Chicago. Linda and I are discussing the clinical impact that a nurse midwife can have. Linda, welcome to Reach MD.
1: Thank you, Dr. Bloom.
0: So what's your background? How long have you been in practice? And tell us about that practice.
1: I have been a nurse for approximately 30 years, and most of that time spent in maternal child nursing, specifically labor and delivery. And I've been a midwife for approximately 15 years, working in both teaching hospitals and small community hospitals.
0: And tell us about your practice. You're a part-time teacher and a part-time practitioner. How does your week split up?
1: Most of the time I'm working with patients. I work in a practice currently with eight OB-GYNs in Evanston and Glenview, Illinois. And then I also work with both medical students at the hospital, give them some lectures, help them learn how to deliver babies. And I also have clinical students from the University of Illinois, nurse midwifery students who will work with me mostly in an outpatient basis and do give some lectures to them as well.
0: So let's talk about how a midwife works in managing a woman both in and out of pregnancy. So what would you do to prepare a woman for pregnancy? If
1: I had the pleasure of seeing somebody prior to Conception, I would talk to them about what the CDC and the American College of ob and the American College of Nurse Midwifery calls preconception care. And mostly, Bruce, a lot of that is getting people to be as healthy as they can prior to conception. For example, if somebody's smoking, talking about smoking cessation. If uh, someone needs to be or has never been screened for sexually transmitted infections prior to pregnancy is a great time to be screened for gonorrhea, chlamydia, HIV syphilis, hepatitis B, all of which can impact a pregnancy. Weight is always an issue, so we want to talk to people about their BMI. Are they in a good weight for their height? Uh, Are they overweight? Perhaps this is a good time to talk about weight reduction. Are they underweight or if they've had a history of any type of eating disorders? Talking about the recommended weight gain for all women is about 25 to 35 pounds in pregnancy. That is somewhat dependent on whether it's a singleton or a multiple gestation. And certainly we want to look at where a woman's weight is. There's also some genetic screening questions we want to ask people about their ethnic background. For example, if a woman has an Ashkenazi Jewish background, it is usually recommended that they be counseled and talked to about the Ashkenazi Jewish profile prior to pregnancy, especially if they have a partner who is also Jewish. You may want to screen for cystic fibrosis, sickle cell anemia, some other concerns depending on each woman's individual needs. And you also want to talk about folic acid, which is one of the greatest public health initiatives I think we've had as far as helping to prevent a very serious birth defect, neural tube
0: defects. And based on your licensure, are you able to prescribe the tests for genetic screening?
1: Yes, nurse midwives can order tests. For genetic screening, you can order the Ashkenazi Jewish profile. You can order the sexually transmitted infection tests. Nurse midwives can also prescribe medication in almost all states uh, in the United States, and certainly in Illinois, I could write for both a prescription strength folic acid, such as in as a prescription prenatal vitamin, or encourage women to take over-the-counter folic acid, such as in a multivitamin.
0: And what would the differences be between how a nurse midwife might deal with this pre-pregnancy care versus how an OBGYN might deal with that same care?
1: It's a good question, Bruce, and I would tell you that the recommendations for preconception care are the recommendations, and they aren't really that different whether you're receiving this information from a nurse midwife, a nurse practitioner, or an OB-GYN. So I think there isn't a significant amount of difference. It's listening to the patient. First of all, probably asking her what, if any, concern she has about pregnancy because it may not be the things I just mentioned. She may have other issues. They might be psychosocial. They might have something to do with her partner, perhaps a past history of depression, a concern about finances, a concern about insurance and where and how to get prenatal care, which in this day and age, assuming that people can easily access prenatal care is, is the wrong assumption. You probably know when people talk in your show all the time about access to health care and, and things such as that. So the that's a long answer for I'm not sure there's a significant difference between how a nurse, midwife, or a physician would counsel women. Uh, It's certainly helpful if you have a relationship with somebody, they're a long-time patient. That really helps because you know the patient a little bit better, and she's also looking at you as perhaps the person that's going to deliver her baby and developing a relationship, which is, I think, integral and very important in OB is just having somebody that you feel comfortable with who's going to be there with you.
0: So, from a practice standpoint, things are the same. How would I feel differently as a woman seeing an OBGYN versus a nurse midwife? Will I get more time with the nurse midwife? Is there a different perception from that? Tell us those differences.
1: You know, it's surprising and not surprising really, but amazing to me how well educated because of the internet people are. And a lot of people will come and see me because they want a nurse midwife to be involved in both their gynecological health care and their obstetric health care. Many women not all, but many, are looking for someone who could afford them more time, more teaching, and perhaps less intervention and more personal support during labor. So women who are especially interested in non-pharmacological methods of pain relief uh, are interested in nurse midwifery. Women who are interested in talking to a provider who is perhaps open and has resources for acupuncture, hypnotherapy, hydrotherapy, water for both labor and delivery. These are often subjects that women are interested in that might be a little bit different from somebody seeing an ob but I must state that I know ob who are very supportive of having women labor or even birth in tubs or use complementary and alternative methods both prior to and during
0: delivery. Is the education that a nurse midwife gets, though, does it move them towards thinking in that sort of natural birth way, or is it just as balanced as an education OBGYN would get?
1: It's a good question. I think that we certainly have an ability and a predisposition to be open to many different alternatives and not believe that there is a right or a wrong way for women to birth. And of course, nurse midwives are often more involved in birth centers, and home birth. So that group is a group that specifically usually is interested in less medical interventions and more non-pharmacological methods of pain
0: relief. And nurse midwives do much more than just around birth. So tell us about annual exams and the other kinds of care that you provide to women.
1: Sure. I see women in my practice from 12 years of age to 80 years of age. So women of all age groups with, of course, different needs and perhaps different tests that need to be done. In the adolescent group, I see a lot of women who perhaps have dysmenorrhea or irregular menstrual periods. I do a lot of work on talking to people about different contraceptive options, what would be best for them, what's new. We do pap smears, order sexually transmitted disease testing if necessary. I can order mammograms. I can write prescriptions. I can recommend gastroenterologists for colonoscopies. So we're focused a great deal on that.
0: And what are some of the new contraception options for women that midwives are talking about?
1: Well, there's a lot of things on the market. One of the things I've learned over the years and from some of the adult education principles is It's important to listen to what your patient thinks she wants, because compliance, Bruce, as you know, is going to be key with any kind of contraceptive device. So I want to find out what a woman's interested in. There's a lot of misinformation, and you probably know with the web, there are good websites and there are bad websites, and there's a lot of people talking about things, and they're not always very accurate. But... The birth control pills are changing dramatically from the traditional 21 days of hormones, seven days of placebo. We now have pills that are 24 days of hormones and four days of placebo, so a shorter period. The monophasic pills can be used to help skip periods, so if you have women who are athletes or They've got a big musical recital or they're going to be camping or something else. We can teach women how to use pills continuously to skip their periods. There's a new birth control pill on the market, Labrelle that just came out which you have no periods for the entire year. There's also a couple of birth control pills on the market where you only have four periods a year. So helping women with their comfort level with whether they want to menstruate every month or not menstruate every month, whether they have a lot of symptomatology around their periods, such as PMS or menstrual migraines, helps them make that choice. The Nuva Ring is a great choice because, as you probably know, not everybody is really compliant or it's not always that easy to take a pill every day. It has nothing to do with intelligence or IQ. Some people are good pill takers and some people are not. So, the Nuva ring is a device in which the ring is impregnated, no pun intended, with a little bit of estrogen and progestin, inserted in the vagina. It's really easy to use if you can use a Tampex. You can use a Nuva ring, You place that in the posterior fornix of the vagina, and you leave it in for three weeks. So the only thing that you have to remember in your month, as far as contraception goes, is putting your ring in and taking it out. You leave it in for three weeks, take it out for a week, and then put a new one in. And the side effect profile is low, and the hormone dose is very low. There's 0.15 milligrams of estrogen in the NuvaRing, so it's the lowest combined contraceptive on the market.
0: So is that lower dose because the ring is right in the general area where the drug needs to be delivered?
1: Yes, the serum uptake of that is very steady state, and it is not dependent on the person being able to remember to take the pill at the right time at the right day. So the hormone level was able to be reduced a little bit.
0: So let's talk about how a physician or other healthcare practitioner might find out more about certified nurse midwives or find a nurse midwife to be a part of their practice.
1: Sure. There's a couple resources. The American College of Nurse Midwives is the body that most nurse midwives belong to. It's a good resource to go to for both consumers and professionals who want to know about midwifery education, certification, qualifications. It's also a resource for Find a Midwife. You can type in your zip code and it will list different members of the American College of Nurse Midwives in your area. In Illinois, we have a website called midwivesofillinois.org. That's midwivesofillinois.org, where we have listed every practicing certified nurse midwife in Illinois, so that is also another good resource.
0: I want to thank our guest, Linda Given-Welch, practicing certified nurse midwife, for helping us take a look at this important profession. I'm attorney and Dr. Bruce Bloom. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Please visit us at reachmd.com, and thank you for listening.